inaccurate quarterback, right, Tyreek? Eat a bowl of shit flakes like the national media. Fuck every one of you guys and fuck all you haters. We are the world champions again. Yes, we, we are the are. Super Bowl champions. And that's the way it is, bitch. That's the way it is. Oh, you know, and when I was watching the game last night, I was thinking, you know, there's really not a lot that Eagles fan can point to to say, oh, they threw the game, oh, they fixed I, the game. I still had, I a, I still had a friend <laughs> yeah, from up in the Northeast that thinks about his flyover said, uh, oh, man, I was taught that uh, you don't let the game close enough uh, so the refs can decide it. Well, that holding call that uh, he's referring to, he fucking knows. Mm-hmm. He knows. He's just being a fucking little bitch. And Love the guy, but he's being a little bitch. And like I said, all the losers say this, and I would be too if we were the losers. Yeah, I Anyhow, think I I'm would sorry. too. No, I was just going to throw in that you said he's a Patriots fan, and you ought to just say, hey, tuck rule game. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You got a Super Bowl out of that, bitch. No, it is fucking cheap, and I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. I promise I'm never going to say that again, even in a blatantly horrible call. Yeah. Because it cheapens the game, and I'm sick of it. Anyone can go, oh, well, uh, the refs gave it to him. Well, where did they give him to him? I want some solid proof. Yeah. That was holding call, and here, I'll go into another thing right here. Yeah. That We won the game because of that holding call, and mm-hmm. here's why, and not because you think. No, no. Schuster just... was breaking free, and he's going to be all alone in the end zone. Mm-hmm. So he did what they were taught to do. You grab their fucking jersey, yep. and then you take the penalty because at least it's not a touchdown. Yes. Him doing that enabled our strategy to change to where mm-hmm. we got the first down, so now we can just go there and and just run the timeout. Yeah, that's when they decided. That's when they told Jared uh, McKinnon, don't go out of bounds, don't score, take a knee. Yeah, they said we know. first down and take a knee. We know you and you're going to run right in free. Mm -hmm. But but don't do it. We can take this. They have one timeout left at that point. We can take this down to 10 seconds. Mm. And they did. Yep. Then after that, yeah. Then after that is what, eight seconds left? Nothing could be done. No. Squib kick. So Yeah, squib kick they only ran two seconds off for, so they gave Jalen Hurts six seconds, but that still wasn't enough for two plays. He just had time for one play. You it, can't it, run from there down to the end zone in less yeah. than six seconds. <laughs> yes. And um, I've got another observation, too. Mm. Some people will not know this because they're simply not old enough. 1980 the Philadelphia Phillies beat the Big Bad Royals, who yes. were the heavily favorite in the uh, mm-hmm. in the World Series. Yeah. The Chiefs avenged that loss. Yes, 2014, the San Francisco <laughs> Giants beat the Big Bad Royals in the uh, World, World Series. Series. Yeah. yeah. So both of, 
both losses were avenged by the Kansas City Chiefs. That's awesome. So, yeah. Thanks, Chiefs. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Chiefs. Thanks for uh, showing them who's the who's daddy. Yeah. You know, even during the broadcast last night, I heard, heard uh, Greg Olson say, talent wins out. You know, no matter what happens, talent wins out. And he's right. You know, the more talented team won. We were more flexible, more uh, resourceful. It's uh, whatever it took. Outrushed the Eagles, who were supposed to dominate the rushing game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we outrushed them, um, and it was it was odd too because Patrick Mahomes had three touchdown passes. Jalen Hurts had one run in. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he had three hundred and thirty some yards, and Mahomes had less than two hundred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. one ninety six efficiency. Yeah, his quarterback rating, I believe, was one twenty seven or something like That's that. That's awesome. It was insanely good. Yeah. So, and you know, people were going to point to that defensive touch. Well, you wouldn't have won without that. Okay. So, but it was a legitimate play, and the Chiefs made it happen. And there's there's no way you can just start picking out plays at random and say, well, this one, well, that one. Yeah. That's stupid. You can that's, do that. That's what winds That's do. loser talk. And Loser I talk does that. We didn't do that when the Chiefs lost the Super Bowl. We didn't go back and pick out specific play. Well, if that hadn't happened, we'd be celebrating. No, we took well, our loss like men. Yes, and also I can pin that loss on Andy Reid. Yeah. And here's why. Okay, number one, no running game at all. Mm-hmm. Not even an option. Didn't because Mahomes try. is perfectly healthy. Didn't yeah. even try. Yeah. It was the day after Britt Reid almost killed a little girl in a drunk yeah. driving accident. Uh-huh. So it was probably not the forefront of his mind. No, the Super Bowl was probably yeah. second place. Yeah. And the second thing is, when time was running out in the uh, first quarter, mm-hmm. Reed should have left well enough alone. We got the ball back, and he called a timeout. And you could see the look on Brady's face uh-huh. like, oh, you don't think I'm going to get the ball back? And what did he do? He shoved the ball straight up yeah. our ass. We gave him the motivation by calling the timeout. Yeah, and yeah. that's all a guy like that needs. Yeah. And let me tell you another thing. Keep your hate coming. That's all we need. Yep. You see how uh, Travis Kelsey responded to all the hate? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he Mahomes said in your face. Mahomes <laughs> answers on the field like Kelsey does, but Kelsey's a little bit more verbal. Yeah. And I support it. I, I think it's great. I think it was so awesome that he, he called out Terry Bradshaw. Not by, not by name, but he, he said, you know, everyone, all of you guys, meaning the five uh, hosting the, the game show, picked against them. And he was not going to let him forget it. He said, no. you all picked against us. None of you thought we could do it. And I, I applaud Travis Kelsey for throwing that back in their faces. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend it was all just fun and games. No. You said we were going to lose, and look what we did. Now deal with it. Yeah. And they need to, the media needs to own that and say, you're right, we screwed up. You know, where did we go wrong? What What do you guys have that we didn't see? But media is just going to go, wow, you guys are so cool. What's your favorite food? Yeah. And just yeah. bullshit fluff pieces Fuck like that. Fuck the media. That. Yeah. You guys are a bunch of idiots. And useless parasites. Yeah, that's all you are. So, uh, local media is a little bit better. I mean, yeah. but, but I mean, media is media. Any it, media that sells advertising is not a shill. It's not media. It's it's a shill for the for the companies they advertise. 
and they'll only give you the version that their advertisers approve. Yes. So if, they're, they're, if there's advertising in your news source, it's not a news source. Yeah. Just plain and simple. Yep. Like I said before, and I truly believe this, the only true journalism you get anymore is from a pay service. Yep. That's it, because... A pay service that sells no advertising exactly. ever. Exactly. That's, that's your... Yeah. So, oh, well. Um, let's see. Anyhow, I was going to go into something else football-related, but go ahead. You had a lot of stuff that you are wanting to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. Boy, I'm just all over the map with this. Um, football-related. Uh, a couple days before the Super Bowl, Roger Goodell made a public statement that he says that NFL officiating has never been better. It's the best it's ever been in the history of the NFL. So if that's Goodell's attitude, then, yeah, don't look for anything to change. Oh, I've, I've got a little football tidbit I wanted to go into a little bit here. Um, Sean Payton is getting hired or is hired. I'm not sure. Oh, he, yeah, he's already hired by the Broncos. Yeah, by the Broncos. They, he's very they, intelligent. He's mm-hmm. a Super Bowl winning coach, and he tried to get Mahomes, but we uh, did a little deal and stepped in front of him, and he couldn't get him. Yeah. So he respects Mahomes and knows he went down there and interviewed him mm-hmm. and saw a little bit of uh, what he could do. So he knew about Mahomes, too, besides the Chiefs and Brett Beach and all, all involved yeah. and all that. So um, he said, I am not going to pick a fight with Patrick Mahomes. That is smart. Anyone that picks a fight with him ends up losing. Definitely. Well, today I saw a a slight modification of that statement. Oh, did you? Yeah. Now he's being quoted as saying, I'm not going to start a fight with Patrick Mahomes that I can't finish. Oh, okay then. All right. So that's a little different. Now now he's saying, yeah, I'm going to take him on, but I'm going to be ready. Okay. And so it, it... it's it's smart for him to say that to his team because he's the new coach heading into the team, and what yeah. he's what he's telling the team is things are going to change, things are going to be different. It's not going to be the same well, old Broncos. The team automatically is going to be better because you have a really good head coach. Yeah. Um, the thing is, is um, you're going you're going against maybe the greatest quarterback ever, statistically and win wise. Right now, in this point in his career, the greatest quarterback ever. And twice a season. Yeah, yes. So, let me put it like this here. You're going to have to, in my opinion, Russell Wilson will probably do much better under uh, Sean yeah. Payton. Yeah, I think will. You guys need to go find your Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You want to beat us? That's the only way to do it. And mm-hmm. then uh, the, the Eagles were trying to keep Mahomes off the field by taking every yes. play down to one second. Yes, and they got they got one delay of game call, I think, on it. Though they would have, but they called it time. Hey, they're a very well coached team. Yes, they are very well, and we're going to see them more. Mm-hmm. You're going to see them in the playoffs and the Super Bowl more. Yep. And you guys are probably going to get one or two if this team stays intact and hurt doesn't get hurt. I, I could see. Now, I'm not making a prediction to this, but I could I could see it happening that the Eagles turn into the current version of what Patriots used to be. The dynasty that's winning a lot, winning all the time, but players are coming or going, and they still win. Yeah. That's what New England did. It's like, oh, this guy's, you know, pushing 30, and he wants a big contract. Eh, we'll let him go, and we'll take that guy over there, and they get just as good a production. Yeah. I think the Eagles are going to be that team for a while. Yeah, like the Chiefs are now. Mm -hmm. People come to the Chiefs because they're ring chasing. Yeah. 
Except Vaughn Miller. <laughs> who was sitting at home watching the Chiefs win another one. Crying with Tyreek. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, look, you guys go find your own Mahomes, but quit motherfucking him. Yeah. Because anybody in their right mind knows this is one of the best, if not the best guy ever. End of story. Not yeah. even worth even fighting about. It's like, it's so, uh, such an ignorant statement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think with Tom Brady finally retiring, thank God, um, <laughs> then the comparisons will will he be was a little kryptonite. less immediate. Yeah, Tom Brady was our kryptonite. But they'll stop saying, you know, well, Brady's still playing, and he's doing well. Now Brady's career will be done, and it'll be something that's finished, and you can say this is it. And another thing is, is guess guess who dubbed Patrick Mahomes the next big thing. Tom Brady. Uh-huh. Tom Brady went in the locker room after D. Ford's stupid fucking penalty that we would have mm. been in another Super Bowl, except D. Ford's fucking hand was over the line like it was all day long. And that's what got idiot. D. Ford out of the team. And he's, not, he's out of football now. No yeah. one's dumb enough to hire that uh, dumb piece of shit. Yeah. He so, had talent, but he's just so, so uh, irresponsible, undisciplined. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so how hard is it to line up on side? You know, he was an idiot. You yeah, could hear he him was. talk and see, and you could hear the air going through his ears. I think he's so. the guy who's coasting on college talent. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah. He had one good season in NFL, and then other than that, he was injured. Anyhow, so I'm glad. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that glad we did. Out, you yeah. know, yeah. I'm glad we signed him to a good contract and promptly traded him to San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> And which he did no help in the Super Bowl. No, not at all. I, I thought that was just rewards. <laughs> yes, and he played definitely. on the losing team against us. Yes. But uh, the whole point is, is Tom Brady, after that loss, that mm-hmm. heartbreaking loss, he went into the locker room and he told Mahomes, he said, you know, he said, you have something special here. Hold on to it. Yeah. And then ever since then, he's been doing little things here on Twitter and stuff. And he knows the heir apparent. Yeah. He knows the next big, the guy that's going to be getting them all, ringing them all in, mm-hmm. is Mahomes. He knows this, and he's been yeah. saying such. And it's it's a lot better look for Tom Brady to be the proud mentor than the the bitter, jealous, retired exactly. player. Exactly. I respect that so much yeah. more. Look, look, this guy's great. He may be better. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean... He's playing it really well. He yeah, really he is. is. And he needs to because his... Reputation has really, really hit a snag. I mean, yeah, it has. I mean, he's going to get the Hall of Fame, and he's you know he's got lifetime money, but well, excuse me, his earning potential could be a whole lot more if everyone liked him again. Yeah, and that's what he's working on. Yeah, and his whole thing of well, I'm going to take a year off and then join the broadcast booth next year. I don't think that was all his idea. I think that was Fox saying, look. You need to rebuild and rehabilitate your reputation yeah. and then come back next year and you'll be the star and we'll it, make a big deal out of you. But if he came in next season, it'd be like, eh, has you're right. been. But it, here's another thing, too. Yeah. I still am not ruling out. I called bullshit on him. You know, you can see it right now, you know. Mm. People do it all the time. Oh, I'm not playing. I'm not interested. And then the yeah. right place... The yeah, right the time, the right personnel. Yeah. Oh, well, man, they keep bothering me. They really want me to play. You know, I'm just going to do one season and see how it goes. I can see them doing that. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, yeah, they, they announced it. Oh, it's official. Tom Brady has filed his official retirement papers. Yeah, but you can get, still get out of that. You can get out of that. No problem. An- another thing is, is this right here. Uh, he, um, his arm strength has not suffered. Mm-hmm. He's still a very good passer, very accurate. He hasn't fell off that proverbial cliff like a Peyton Manning did or something. Yeah. Just seemingly overnight, just boom. There was a, a sports announcer or analyst that said during this past season, he said at some point Brady's going to fall off the cliff and become an average passer. He, he takes too good of care of himself. He is too careful. His cheat meal is kale, <laughs> which I contest he hates. Yeah. No one likes kale. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. Someone did it as a joke, and then they couldn't believe it. You know that people followed it and go, "Oh, this stuff's great." Yeah, I think we uncovered that it was an April Fool's Day joke. Yeah, it was, and then yeah. and all the rubes came along. And go, man, this stuff is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And then the inventor of kale or the discoverer of kale is like, "What the fuck?" It's it an industrial joking. waste, man. Yeah, we I'm used to have to pay to dispose of this yeah. stuff, and now, now people these are idiots eating are eating it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, oh, you had a lot of interesting stuff coming up here, and then yeah. yesterday during the game, some observations and some true stuff and some real truth here about several different things and individuals, and I would like to go into that because uh, you were absolutely right, and I didn't realize some of it was going on. Mm. So please, the floor is yours, Christopher. All right. All right. Let me have one more Sean Payton comment Oh yeah. we move on okay. from him. but. There was a bit uh, pre-game where it was Sean Payton and uh, Gronkowski. Yeah, I missed that. And they were like in the tunnels somewhere, and they they scripted it as we were eavesdropping on a private conversation that the two were having. That's how they played it. It was like a little comedy bit they worked up, and Payton is, is going... Yeah, come on, Gronk. You know, you, I just became the coach of the of the Denver team, and, and I want you to come play for me. And Gronk was like, you know, pretending like he wasn't sure if he wanted to. And then Peyton would say, I'll even rename the team the Denver Broncos. And then Gronk was like smiling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they turned, oh, and by the way, and look in the camera. And then they both picked the Eagles to win. And I thought, what a stupid, childish ridiculous little stupid unfunny comedy bit the coast bias really rung true in this one mm. boy you could not have found more coast coastal bias yeah. than this right here yeah so anyhow eat a bowl of shit flakes like yep. i said online eat a bowl <laughs> of shit flakes national media eat what comes out of your mouth yeah. shit and another year of us being the Super Bowl champions, so fuck every one of you. <laughs> and by the way, Henry Winkler, you're the only smart one there, and you're not yeah, me. That's how smart you are. Really? Yeah, so. But, you know, Sean Payton has this reputation as, you know, the great coach, no nonsense, he knows what he's doing, but then he goes on the air and does that stupid, ridiculous, you know, grade school idiot skit with Gronkowski, and I have no respect for Peyton no, anymore. No, I don't. He's, As a matter of fact, I can't media, wait to kick his ass. He's a media whore just like them all. Yeah. You know, if you never would have seen, like, Lombardi do a shit like that. Or Chuck Knoll. Yeah. Or uh, uh, Tom Flores. They'd look at the TV producer and say, get the fuck out of my office. 
But Peyton's there, willing to spread his ass cheeks wide and do whatever the NFL yeah, wants him yeah. to do. You know what? Just another whore. Yeah. God. I, I used to like Sean Payton, but he is the guy that was uh, suspended for a year for dirty hits. Yep. So you know what? Fuck him. I can't wait to kick his I ass have... twice a year every fucking year. Yes. Uh, and thanks for giving us uh, ammunition. Yeah, really. So here's another. Here's um. Here's another observation too. All that stuff about Gronk doing a halftime kick with uh, FanDuel, uh-huh. what happened to that? Must have been for your bullshit. Yeah. And here's another thing. Fox broadcast was very unusual this time. Um, Fox, yeah. Fox, a couple of years ago when we won, showed power and light mm-hmm. when we took the lead going nutso. Yeah. And then it showed San Francisco, you know, all of a sudden they're down. And then uh-huh. you see the little glimmer of hope. They, panned to San Francisco, people were like, yeah, and then they panned to us. Mm-hmm. They did none of that this time. None. Was they afraid that someone's going to eat horse shit in front of the camera again in Philly? Who know? Well, you know, you'd think Fox would be okay with that. Yeah, but they made the decision not to show any local fans that they're in their hometowns rooting the team on. Yeah, I know. And it wasn't until the local coverage took over that we got that. Yeah, because I suddenly go, oh, they finally they finally showed it. And uh-huh. it was like, nope, it, it, it flashed. We saw Channel 4 come up yeah. on it. We're like, oh, okay. Well, um, look, I mean, both both uh, Super Bowl parties were mm-hmm. stupid people. We had the guy in the tree that lost his pants. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they had the guy that ate horse shit. Yes. So it's kind <laughs> of a wash, right? Yeah. Okay, so you think that has anything to do with it? It's like, look, we're not going to show this idiocy and promote it? Maybe so, but still that seems out of character for Fox. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to class up their act a little bit. Yeah. There was also that thing about the Rocky statue in Philadelphia. And when when visiting teams put their jersey on the Rocky statue, yeah. they tend to lose. Uh-huh. Well, this year... A number of different people put Chiefs jerseys on the Rocky statue, and we beat them. Well, I so think their Rocky once, statue curse no longer holds. No, and another <laughs> thing is, is I contend this, and you said this too, and I felt this. Yeah. What would keep a Philadelphia Eagles fan from doing that? Yeah, as bulletin board material for the home team. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Fast Times at Ridgemont High did that. It was a movie back <laughs> yeah. in the yeah. '80s or whatever. <laughs> they took the the prize okay. car. Spicoli went out with a. a the, um, the surf the, Nazi dudes. Yeah, yeah. The surf Nazi went went out with the younger brother of the star football player. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And he tore the car up. Yes. And one of the famous lines is, "They're like, man, he's going to shit. He's going to kill us." And he goes, "He's going to shit. He's going to kill us." And he goes, well, "Make up your mind. Is he going to shit or is he going to kill us? <laughs> he's going to do both." Yeah. <laughs> and, so it, and then it, he gets out. This car's crumpled like fucking aluminum foil. Yeah. He goes. My dad's a TV repairman. He can fit. I can fix it. He's got awesome He's tools. He's got awesome tools. But what they do is they drag the car up and park it in front of the high school, and they scrawl all over it like they're the opposing Jefferson team. High was the opposing team. Yeah. And they wrote Jefferson High all over it. Yeah. And the star football player gets back from wherever. And sees his car defaced, yeah. he thinks, by the opposing team. And then he's just a maniac during the game. Yeah. Because Forrest Whitaker played him. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I yes. forgot. And it was funny because Piccoli was over there trying to talk him, <laughs> talk to him when he was getting getting ready to go out of town. He leaves his car. He looks around. He goes, don't fuck with it. Yep. And the next thing you know, he fucked with it. Yep. 
let's blame it on the visiting team. And, yep. man, and he killed somebody on the oh, field. Oh, yeah. Think, One he? guy was convulsing. <laughs> yeah. uh, other people were, like, in traction. Yeah. yeah, it was great. And he was so mad, he was sweating and shaking. Yes. You'd line up across from him and just crap your pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well. So, well, anyway, yeah. let's go into something a little more serious. All right. And this is uh, this is another story that's good for Black History Month. Okay, good. And this has to do with Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys, and the uh, Little Rock Nine. Back mm-hmm. in 1957, at uh, Little Rock High Schools, were being forcefully integrated over the objections of the Arkansas governor. And who was the governor at the time? I don't remember. Yeah, I uh, we'll look it up, up later. But I do remember this, and what a story. Go, go ahead. And then uh, the, gover- the governor even called out the National Guard to prevent these black children from entering the schools. So Jerry Jones it's was... It's so hard to believe I know, that, that shit went on. Mm. But anyhow, go ahead. And it made the papers and people cheered at the time. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, this was September of 57. Jerry Jones was a high school student at the North Little Rock High School, which was also being uh, forcefully integrated over the objections of the locals. So he, you know, it's always been a matter of record that he went to that high school. And when he was asked about that, he'd always play it off. Uh, in 2010, he was quoted as saying, Oh, yeah, I was, I was there in the crowd. Our, our football coach told us, you know, no one should go there and just stay away. But, you know, I was just kind of being a looky-loo. I wanted to know what was going on. And, boy, you couldn't let your coach catch you there because, boy, you'd be in trouble for disobeying the coach. Ha, 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 ha. So he played it off yeah. as, I defied authority to go see. Um, well, in uh, this last Thanksgiving, when the Cowboys were playing the Giants on the Thanksgiving game, uh, a newspaper dug up a photograph of the scene. Do you remember, September was 9th. it a Dallas paper or was it a paper from uh, I think Arkansas? it was a Little Rock paper. It was a Little Rock paper, yeah, okay, because Dallas papers it. will not touch it. No, they won't. So here's this photograph of the North Little Rock High School, and here's the black students in the foreground being accosted by a mob. And who's in the mob? Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. He's not there as a looky-loo. He's part of the mob keeping the students from going where they wanted to go. And guess who is supporting him wholeheartedly? Yeah. The NFL. Yep. And um, Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin. Yeah, you're talking about I know Jerry. I know Jerry. I love Jerry. Jerry is no racist. I know Jerry. Yeah. Michael Irvin is kissing Jerry's ass big time because Jerry saved his career when Michael Irvin was out there doing the the crack and the hookers. hookers, Yeah. 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 And I can say this about Michael Irvin. I met him and Dennis Rodman Mm -hmm. both down uh, at this place called Ocean Manor Resort in Florida. Oh, yeah, I remember you said that. Yeah, Dennis Rodman. I have pictures of Dennis yeah. Rodman, and I did not get pictures of uh, Michael Irvin because it was in an elevator, mm-hmm. and I just got in from out in the sun, and it was very hard to see, and that's how come I didn't recognize him. I oh, recognized yeah. his voice. Now, Dennis Rodman, complete fucking idiot in oh, my yeah. opinion. He couldn't even talk. Everyone was, like, filming him because he, he takes and waves his arm like he's got mm-hmm. a statement. Yeah. And he starts going, uh, 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 and everyone's like filming it. I'm yeah. like, I put my phone away. I'm like, I, I ain't putting up with it. I am not showing this bullshit. He, and he had a pack Dennis, of teenagers following him around. And Dennis Rodman is still gargling that happy ending he gave Kim Il Jung in uh, North yeah. Korea. Yeah, fucking, <laughs> yeah, he's such an asshole. So, um, 
Anyhow, Michael Irvin, I get I get on. I'm wearing my uh, Chiefs gear, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, anyhow, uh, Michael Irvin was already on the uh, elevator mm-hmm. with uh, some other people. I don't know who they were. Uh, it, a couple of them looked like football players. I imagine they were probably yeah. or ex football players. Yeah. And uh, he goes, "Hey, where are you from, son? Kansas City." And he goes, ah, yeah. He goes, what do you think of that quarterback? I go, I love him. (laughs) And and I go, man, you sound familiar. And all of a sudden he goes, I hear that a lot. (laughs) I'll bet he does. And I turn around as uh, we get to our floor and the Mm -hmm. elevator opens. And anyhow, he goes, God bless you. Have a great day. And I go, you too, man, because he realized I knew I yeah. knew who it was at that point. Yeah. But anyhow, I wouldn't have bothered him for his autograph anyhow. I, no. I mean, I don't really care for autographs. I never have. And something that ex-football players don't want you to do is shake their hand and then squeeze real hard. Because most of them have really Arthritis, sore, yes. really painful hands. And guys think, oh, I'm going to shake his hand and show him how tough I am and squeeze real hard. Don't do it. No, if no. they met, if they met that guy in person and seen how massive he is, uh-huh. you would not try it. No, but some guys, oh, I'm going to show him what a man I am. But yeah, you know, just just no, no, no. fist bump, fist or, bump. or nod or bow or whatever. Yeah, I'm, but, I've yeah, met athletes. I've met quite a few athletes yeah. before, and it, they appreciate fist bumps. Yeah, fist bumps being like, hey, right on, love yeah. you, you know. It, it, it represents everything you want them to know. Like, man, hey, I love you. You're great. Yeah. And that's it. And, you know, I've got arthritic hands from playing the drums and delivering mail. And I, there's a guy I know who wears a lot of heavy rings, and he likes to fist bump, and he hits hard. Oh. So the first time I did it, he pounded my hand real hard. He's like, God, that hurts. I mean, it's like, it's like punching a wall. Yeah. So next time you put his fist up for, a, you know, I put mine up and then jerked it back right when I felt contact. He's like, Oop. and he looked at me funny. He's like, man, my hand hurts. Yeah. <laughs> He's got like these eight metal rings well, on. When, when I was in grade school, they had us go to old folks' homes and cheer them up, you know, cheer the uh-huh. elderly up, which was great. Really nice people. Really good to talk to and find out history and everything. Mm-hmm. And... Um, one of the teachers said to me, because I was trying to give him a firm man's handshake, yes. and I didn't realize it. She, she pulls me aside. She goes, hey, she goes, um, I could see the look on that man's face. Don't squeeze his hand too hard. Yeah. I go, well, I was trying to do a real man's handshake. I always heard you don't do the little dainty thing. You go up there, look him in the eye, mm-hmm. and give them a real squeeze. She goes, no, no, don't do that here. No. And I was like, oh, shit. You're going to break somebody's bones. Yeah, I didn't realize it. So, anyhow. So, uh, okay, so back in uh, Thanksgiving, uh, Little Rock Paper showed the, ran the paper, ran the uh, photograph. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Jerry Jones's story changed. Instead of, oh, I was just there as a looky-loo and, you know, defying my coach's instructions. Now he was saying... Yeah, I was there. It was a tense, you know, a tense situation, and it, it reminds me to improve things and and to do the right thing and do better. Okay, so here's Jerry Jones trying to sell you that he is he is socially conscious and that you know he thought this was a terrible situation. And it reminds him to do the right thing and do better. Okay, it's the same Jerry Jones who won't hire. A non-white head coach never has. When he gave Marvin Lewis the token interview, yes. When Marvin Lewis was the most qualified guy there, yeah, without a doubt. 
winning seasons. He only had one losing season in Cincinnati. He went to the playoffs several times. He just had some bad luck. He probably he would have been in the championship game, but Burfick took and got that uh, mm-hmm. um, unnecessary roughness call. Or uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and uh, made him lose it. So he probably could have went further if it wasn't for uh, Burfick and. Uh, Something else happened, too, that wasn't necessarily his fault. And I remember at the time, a lot of analysts were saying, Marvin Lewis is going to be a good fit in Dallas. Yeah. He'll fit the system well. It'll work red. But Jerry Jones already had, what was it, Jason? Garrett. Jason Garrett. He already had him in mind. Ex-football coach. They were great friends. Or ex-football player. Yeah. They were great friends. Garrett was there when Aikman was there, right? He was was a a quarterback. Yeah, 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 he was a backup. So he he already had his mind set on the white guy, but he brought Marvin Lewis in for a sympathy interview. Real quick, on a side note, did you know Chad Henney retired? Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm just hoping Andy doesn't retire. Oh, God, I know. I wondered that after we won it. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's going to. I mean, he he can chase Bill Belichick legitimately. Yeah. So that means we're in the market for a new uh, backup quarterback. Yeah, and that's too bad because Henny has been so good. Yeah. He made so many crucial plays in both of our runs. I mean. Uh, well, why not go on, out on top, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, and they were pass plays. Everyone were pass plays. Yeah. So, anyhow, uh, go so ahead. So, to get back to Jerry Jones, um, so he even though he claims that he's so socially conscious, he won't hire a head coach unless he's white. He also was a big part of the NFL's negotiation for that billion-dollar settlement over uh, brain injury, traumatic uh, encephalopathy, or whatever the term is. Okay, Jerry was a big part of negotiating that settlement. Mm -hmm. Jerry hid the fact, a fact that the NFL has now admitted to, that when they were doing their research into the effects of these brain injuries, they established a baseline for intelligence and cognitive function of the players. Uh-huh. They rated the white players at a certain level. All the black players, Hispanic players, any non-white player was given a lower starting baseline. So the NFL was making the presumption right off the bat that if you're white, you're this smart. If you're not white, you're less smart. And that's where we're going to start the evaluation from. Jerry Jones knew that. He could have said something about it. He didn't. The NFL finally admitted to it. I mean, this isn't conspiracy theory. You can actually go and look this up. The NFL admitted, yeah, we did that. Oops, sorry. Yeah. So this, this is our uh, um, this is our wonderful Jerry Jones. Yeah, the one that the NFL loves. Yes. That thinks he's this awesome guy. Now, when Colin Kaepernick was out there kneeling before games, did Jerry Jones support him? No. No. He said any Dallas Cowboy player that disrespects the flag is getting booted off the team. Yeah. But then all of a sudden he switched sides and he led the whole team, players, coaches alike, arm in arm to kneel before a game in support. Yeah. This guy blows whichever direction the wind is blowing. Yep. He's such a freaking liar. That is. Such a manipulator. I mean, he's an evil, rotten to the core, racist freak. Yep. But he's selling the image that he's Allegedly. this nice guy because he's got this ver- this very influential and valuable team and the NFL wants to keep making money with him. Yeah. But the NFL is letting this racist pig stay as an owner of the NFL and they're helping to whitewash, and yes I mean whitewash, his image 
to make him more palatable. You can legitimately say whitewash on this one, yes. So from now on, if I see a person of color wearing any Dallas Cowboys gear, they're a traitor to their. They're a traitor Uh, to their people. They are. Or have not done their research. No, they're that. That's like a Jewish person going and buying a Ford, because Ford was such a a, a virulent anti-Jew, anti-Semitic. He was a, a. Big fan of Adolf Hitler. Yeah, yeah. So Isn't why would something most people yeah. don't know either? I know. Yeah, yeah. I'll never buy a Ford product because Ford has never paid their fair share of uh, reparations for their war crimes. No, they and haven't. Their war and their they crimes just went on humanity. to be one of the most celebrated companies in America, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Anyway, so Jerry Jones is getting uh, he's getting the, the the full wash and rinse cycle from the NFL. Yeah, because they want to keep this racist pig in in the mix as an owner of this influential team. Yep, they love the stadium because he owns that stadium. If they boot him out, he takes the stadium with him. Yeah. <laughs> so Jerry Jones really has the NFL bent over a barrel. Yeah, and he's he saying you got to help me rehabilitate myself and rehab my image because I ain't going nowhere. I'm making no, too right. much yeah. money. You're right. Yeah, and they know this, and they. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're in a tough spot, and they, there's yeah. nothing they can do about it. And I think bringing awareness like uh, like Christopher, like Topher is, is uh, actually really good. I think this people need, need to yeah. know this. Expose it. More people know about Kim Kardashian's eye color than know about this. Isn't that unfortunate? It's yeah. true. Or more people are worried about Rihanna being pregnant uh-huh. than they are about all the pressing issues. Yeah. And, like, we'll go into there a um, little bit later, like you're talking about what was found in space yeah. and what was shot down and all this stuff. Very, very concerning and interesting. Yeah. Because but it used to be that those in power would hide information from us, but they don't need to do that anymore. Over the last no. generation or two, people just mostly don't give a shit. If well, it takes too I, much energy to think about, they don't care. I believe it was bred out of us. Yeah. It was bred out of us intentionally. Mm-hmm. They don't want self-thinkers. No, they don't want curious, investigative people because then we'll find out all the shit they're doing. Yeah. It's easier to rip off a bunch of morons. Yeah. So they, they they're trying to keep us moronic. A country full of rubes is yeah. what they want. Absolutely. Good workers, good consumers don't make waves. Yeah, we are just, uh, we are parts in their machine. We, yeah. uh, what we are is, uh, we're like a wheat field that produces wheat. Yes. You know? And, and we then, think we're in charge, but uh, no, 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 no. here comes the harvester. Nope. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so there's my Jerry Jones expose, but I've got more stuff. You more had stuff, a lot stuff. of stuff on the way here, so go ahead, and then I have some stuff uh, to go into as well. Well, let's see. Here, oh. here's here's one that's a little more lighthearted. Okay. On a side note, mm, okay. we're going to be at the parade Wednesday. Oh yes. Broadcasting live. Yes, we're going to get down as close as we can. We've got a handheld unit rig we can go with, and we can capture the crowd sounds. And you know, you probably hear us get trampled and possibly seriously injured. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Uh, coincidentally, this may be released after the parade, and then yeah. you'll be like, oh, shit, I better look at, listen to the one before. Yeah. So however it pans out, yep. we're going to be there. Anyhow, you had stuff. We're going we're gonna to pay someone to go down there wearing all green, get in the middle of the crowd of the parade, and yell, Philadelphia was robbed. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those referees at holding call where he almost tore Schuster's jersey off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
fucking idiots. I'm sorry. Fucking idiots. I know. Well, they're being. That was what they were being. Go ahead. For the announcers, that was what they were being paid to do: is to you know stir up controversy and and, and motherfuckers fly over. Yes. Yeah. All right. Here's something a little more lighthearted. You've seen uh, the the holiday classic Frosty and the Snowman. Oh yeah, of course. What the hell was were those kids thinking? The instant they put that hat on Frosty and Frosty came to life, they should have grabbed that hat, run home, and put it on one of their daddy's blow up sex dolls. <laughs> Wouldn't that make perfect sense? That would have been much better. If the hat's going to bring a snowman to life, what's it going to do for daddy's inflatable sex doll? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Heck That's yeah. Those, those kids were stupid, man. They yeah, they were. They left the hat on the snowman. Like, all the other things they could have brought to life with that hat. <laughs> I, uh, coincidentally, have one more note on the Chiefs. Yes. Okay, Philadelphia had the same opportunity we did to snag Kadarius Tony, but oh, we yeah. did. Exactly, we did. We did our homework. We got him. They didn't. So, the you know he was pretty much the hero of the game with he that was. long he run. Was amazing. Yeah, and then uh, several other key plays that he did. Did, they, did he do that long punt return at the end? Yes. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. The guy's that amazing. Was the, that was the longest punt return in Super Bowl in history. In Super Bowl history, yeah. Wow. So the thing is, is this right here. They had the same opportunity to get him, but they did not do their research. Mm-hmm. So that's on them. So then again, right there, best team won. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, you, you spend 60 minutes playing the game, that's enough time for the better team to win. If you can keep Tony healthy... Oh, yeah. He is a breakaway player like Tyreek Hill was. Mm. You know, the guy at home crying? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the inaccurate quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> now, I can, I can see him during the offseason getting rid of uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Yeah. But, I don't uh, think they need yeah. him anymore. No, they don't. No. So, if you can save some money and some cap room by dumping him or trading him. Do it. Do it. Uh, trade him. Try to trade him. Yeah. So, let's see. Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. Well, get rid of your disinfectants and rubber bedspreads, kids. It's the all-new Amber Heard Alert System. This fantastic early warning device helps one stay dry and rid of all those annoying mattress invoices. Simply hook up to child under six or psychopath and wait for the running water sound. This clever machine has three distinct settings. Babbling Brook, Ocean Waves, and Roaring River for those close calls. Order today and get a free Cinnabon Renewsit cartridge. Either at the Filthy Bean a lot of times. Uh, Missouri River, you know, the carp were making noise. Mm-hmm. Um, here there's a lot of excess noise. Yep. That's like us coming here and expecting everyone to be quiet because we're yes. doing our podcast. Yes, or the influencers that want to take a picture in front of the waterfall and they're kicking everyone else out of, out of the way. No, we're taking pictures now. You have yeah. to stay away. Yeah, no, no, no. It's no, just like no. uh, we don't have to alter our behavior. No. When, when, uh, <laughs> when I was in Nashville and that little C movie popped up at the hotel I was staying at, uh-huh. and this was for work. And uh, anyhow, the lady that I went out to smoke a cigar, it had been a rough day. And I was like, I need to go smoke a cigar. I could only do that at the bench out front. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, this C movie set just shows up out of nowhere with all its and all the actors. 
and they started acting out scenes and the lady come over there and she goes um, we can't have you sitting here because you're going to see the movie and I go I'm not watching these fuckers I don't give a shit I don't even know the name of it matter of fact I don't give a shit who you are I'm going to sit here and smoke my cigar well I'm going to go in there I'm going to tell them and she went in there and told them that I needed to leave oh my god and, and she said uh, the lady at the front counter said no he's a paying guest yeah he gets to sit wherever the hell he wants yeah so when I went in she told me this and then that lady come back around, that director lady, and she goes to the front desk. She goes, people are looking out their windows. So? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what she said. She said, what am oh I supposed gosh, to do? Oh, my the what sense of entitlement. Oh, I know. Uh, Anyhow, I, I, I told that lady, I said, no one gives a fuck about your stupid little movie, mm-hmm. so just shut up and get it filmed and get out of here. I wonder if it was really her feeling that entitled or that that's just her bluff. No, it was her bluff. Yeah, just I go up and, and act like you have all the authority and they have to do what you say. And here's here's what I think it was. She was very new to producing uh, or directing or whatever it was. Yeah. Okay. And she had to take this shit movie to try to get a little bit of a, mm. of a resume. Yeah. And she got a little crazy with her supposed power and found yeah. out she didn't have any. <laughs> She's trying to impress her crew with how awesome she was. Yes. Yeah. So anyhow, okay. That's so, like Cincy um, fan. Yeah, Cincy fan. So anyhow, <laughs> are you ready to accept your uh, um, kick in the ass? I am. All right, okay. I got to make a, a sound effect. Okay. Ah. All right. Right, the hemorrhoid. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. Sorry. Next time, take your shoe off. Uh, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Have you ever seen my fucking Jag Italians? You want my shoe on? No, yeah, keep the shoe yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, you might get a deep cut. Yeah. So if <laughs> you like rifling on a bullet, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or oh, you can tell whose foot was up there by the scratches the toenails made. Look at that! Look at that fucking Italian there. That Italian caused this deep cut. So, okay, so I get a wash because I think as you that mentioned, I was like, well, you know what, I. You know, I guess I get a kick in the ass and pat on the back. You, you're the one that said you could just do a wash. Yeah. So I'm just going to do a wash, neither. So for the playoffs as a whole, you're one one ahead of me. One ahead of you. So I and would have to... The game turned out just exactly like I said. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be very close, and it's going to be a late penalty that wins it for one team, and that's what happened. That's what happened. Yeah. But I have to, have to be the first to admit, if the Chiefs were playing like they probably should have played in the first half and not got the penalties, Yeah, it would not have been that close. Yeah, it but would have been more of a runaway. Needless, I hit it perfectly, and I'll go ahead and take it. Yay! Yay. See, the problem now is I can't win our predictions. I can only tie you Because by picking, we're both going for the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, I would have to pick opposite from you and hope for a tie, but yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to be picking up. So either way, you're going to get a kick in the ass. I'm either sorry. Way, I'm, I'm going to lose this prediction yeah. segment, so oh well. Okay. All right. Well, at least it's a sound effect, and it's not a real kick in the yeah. ass. So. Yeah. Now, if we had an audience here, you know, ready to participate, we'd probably have to do an actual ass paddling. Yeah, but they're not here now, so we're just going to pretend yeah. that we did do an yeah. ass paddling. Right we get now, the so. passers-by, but yes. so far nobody has sat yeah. down. We could elect someone to give you a kick in the ass. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I would pick the guy with cowboy boots. Ah. <laughs> so or line telephone lineman boots. Yeah. Sorry oh. about the instant penetration, but that just comes with ass kicking. Yes. <laughs> By the way, um, your oil level is fine. 
<laughs> yeah, and Andre the Giant in it. <laughs> All right, so All right. you want me to go first? Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I am going to pick the Kansas City Chiefs. Golf clap. Uh, I think that Patrick Mahomes' foot's going to be fine. Uh, McCole Hardman's out, but uh, I think and we got some other receivers. I think Kadarius Tony is talking about coming back. Yeah. Now, if he doesn't get injured during the game, that guy is capable of rattling off some pretty cool shit. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of like the the uh, unpredictable spark that Tyreek Hill used to be. Yeah, yeah, and I was talking this to Cortez at work. He is really, really an avid sports fan, and he knows so much about sports. And we're talking about he needs to be trained like Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill used to try to do the, I'm going to get out of it, I'm going to get around, I'm going to keep moving, I'm going to get that extra three yards. Yeah. He needs to learn not to do that because he's injury prone. And yeah. Tyreek Hill kept losing yardage doing that, so finally they got it through his head. Be happy with the 30-yarder yeah. and let it go. Quit crawdading backwards and losing seven or eight yards. Yeah, and Travis Kelsey, used to drive me crazy. the same thing. You know, yeah. he gave up the fumble that we lost to Cincinnati on, you know, um, during the regular season, trying to get that extra three yards. Yeah. We already had the first down, so mm-hmm. he should have just let it be. But anyhow, they need to do that with Kadarius Tony is. Yeah. Uh, Kadarius Tony. I think I said I don't know what I said. So anyhow, Kadarius Tony needs to learn that. Yeah. Let it be. Be happy with a twenty yard or whatever you just got mm-hmm. and let it go from there. Mm-hmm. You have the best quarterback. So yeah. don't worry about it. We're gonna get more yards. Yes. Yep. So yeah, I I'm I'm gonna say the Chiefs are going to be in control for the majority of the game. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to say there's going to be a time where it's you know tense, close, but I think for the for the majority of the game, the Chiefs are going to be comfortably ahead. I agree with that 100. percent right. But you go ahead and go with anyone. Anything yeah. else you want to add? Um, to yeah. The uh, <clears throat> I think the big play is going to be. A big, a big feature for both teams, but the Chiefs are going to do it better. I agree. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I you know there, eh, there's always some you know six six minute drives like oh that was a nice time consuming drive, but I think big plays are going to be the norm for the Super Bowl on both sides. But the Chiefs will do it better. Okay. All right. Is that your prediction? That, it's going to be Chiefs. Okay. Chiefs over the Eagles. I'm going to say. 34-24. Okay. All right. Mine is really close, but just a little bit different. Okay. It's going to be full full control of the Chiefs, except maybe a little bit in the third quarter they're going to have their little uprising. Yeah. But it's going to get squelched probably, oh, maybe 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. It's going to start being like, up oh, the game, yeah, they're starting to take it back again. Yeah. So... I think it's going to be uh, 32 to 24. Okay. Okay. I think that um, it's going to be a lot of uh, slants and quick routes mm-hmm. where people are in the middle and break free or are open yeah. by trick plays and just the way Patrick Mahomes plays. Going yeah. across his body, looking the opposite way. All the stuff he does, it just confuses the shit out of defenses. Yeah, yeah. 
I think our defense is going to stand up and rise like they have been. I think we have a very underrated defense right now that's probably just as good as the Philadelphia front three. It's just we didn't we have so many rookies that we didn't gel at first. Yeah. Matter of fact, um, Spagnolo said that at first. He said they got to go through their rookie mistakes before they get True. to where we need them to be. Man, what a nightmare that is for the rest of the league, having Patrick Mahomes on the offense, and then the Chiefs get a good defense too. Full of rookies. God. Full of rookies. Yeah, which means we get to keep them for a while. Yeah, yes. <laughs> So and Man, then you got people that are a couple of years, <laughs> like Nick Bolton, Willie Gay Jr., and people that are only on like their second and third year. Yeah, yeah. So they haven't even discovered the big money yet. Yeah. So, uh, anyhow, I think they're every bit as good as the Philadelphia defense, and I think they're going to prove it. Yeah. So, um, I think that um, that it's going to be that. The score on that game is not going to necessarily reflect it. I mean, that's close, but not close. Yeah. And that's the tense, the tenseness in the third quarter. I think is going to be maybe they're behind by four points. Yeah. Then we get the ball back, and then we start working off some time, and then we'll probably do a score a little bit later, and that's where you're going to get that eight or nine points. Yeah. Yeah, I can see there being another a score by the Chiefs yeah, late to kind of seal it. That I said that I said that at work to Drew, who's really knowledgeable and a big Chiefs fan. He said the Chiefs are not going to get a late touchdown because that's not Andy Reid's style. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. and he's right. Three minutes left, and they're at the fifty-yard line. They're going to be running it. Yeah, they're not going to be throwing. Maybe a defensive touchdown late. That could be. Yeah. That's the only way it would really reflect like a higher number as a defensive. But after he said that, I'm like, you know what? I'm changing the score. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because well, I thought I'm, about that. I'm going to go right. ahead and say a, a, an offensive touchdown late, but we'll see if I'm right. But you, you got, do have a good point that a defensive touchdown I'm going to say an offensive likely. touchdown, but probably maybe two minutes left or something just yeah. to seal the deal. You know, where they're like eight or nine points behind and they only have the ball back. And then after that, if they do score, then yeah. they're going to have to get an onside kick. Yeah, something to make it a, a, a like a three-score game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, all right, we are both pretty right. much pretty much almost the same game. It's very life. close, yeah. Yeah, so, all right. Hopefully we are correct on that. Oh, so. gosh. Yep. This time next week, let's – we're talking about how all the red and gold look great raining down in the yeah. stadium after the game is over. And place bets on how drunk Travis oh Kelsey's going to get and try to talk. <laughs> he was so wasted. Oh, that my God. He was trying to point parade. out World War I uh, monument. He uh-huh. was trying to say that they're the real heroes. I know where he's going with that, yeah. but he couldn't. <laughs> he goes, those guys. <laughs> it was classic. <laughs> he was <laughs> Yeah. So, anyhow, yeah, I think the over-under on that is uh, probably, what, about 70%? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's going to be in that state. Yeah, so. Um, hey, uh, going on a different note here. You hear about the Canadian woodchuck? Mm, no. Okay. Well, they do Groundhog's Day up there, and this guy's uh, name is Fred... La Lamani, yeah, something like that. Anyhow, I didn't have it. I don't think I had his true name. I just heard it, and then I couldn't really get. It. But anyhow, somewhere in that area. Mm-hmm. So they go to do Groundhog Day, right? They're going to yeah. go see his shadow or not? Yeah. They pull him out of his cage, and he had just passed away. 
<laughs> That's awful. Yeah. Oh. His big moment and he's dead. Yeah. So anyhow, they come out and they're like, uh, 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 it's canceled. <laughs> uh, I guess he was so afraid of a shadow he died. Or was so that Fred Lamonte or Lamont or whatever the hell his name is passed away right before he could do his big event. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Finally made it to the big time. <laughs> they had like 40 minutes of festivities including fucking singing and dancing and <laughs> I guess nobody bothered to look in there or try to like rattle him a little bit see how cognizant he was or nothing. Uh, so when they went to pull him out bunk, <laughs> expired, uh, gone. See if they cut their festivities back a little bit, hadn't done so much singing and dancing and parading and stuff, and the poor thing probably would have still been alive. Yeah. He probably died of boredom waiting for his moment. He probably did. He's yeah. like, we're like, please quit singing and dancing and doing all this stupid shit so I can have my moment. For God's sakes, I don't have that long a life. I'm a woodchuck. Another parade of fucking third graders. Oh my God. <laughs> How long do I have to have fucking... Uh, the uh, the high school around here, the local high school, they're stupid fucking dancers. <laughs> For God's sakes, get out of here! <laughs> oh, so, and then the, once the American version is Punxsutawney Phil. Yeah, yeah, and we're like on our 30th Punxsutawney yeah. Phil, and then there's like a bunch of other ones too, and I was going to do an article on how many woodchucks there actually is, mm-hmm. uh, and how many ceremonies, but... Um, I, I didn't get around to yeah. it, and probably just as well. Who gives a shit? Well, I heard that Punxsutawney Phil's ex-wife lives in Florida, and she said Punxsutawney Phil is a real liar, especially when he's drunk. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I hear he's a peeker, too. I hear he's a oh, peeper. upskirt kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yep, yep. He'll run around through the crowd and look up those skirts. <laughs> yep. Sounds like there's a whole bunch of scrubbing going on around here. I can't see where it's at is a problem. Where the fuck yeah. is there? I don't know. Yeah. I it's probably it's, somebody with a really really good bidet scrubbing their ass. I think it's two fucknuts and a reporter trying to infiltrate our podcast. It could, be, it could be. I mean, look, we like them. They're the ones that have the problem with us. Uh, yeah. We're always like, you know, we invite them on our show. We invite them on our platform, twodoucebagsandmicrophone.net. They, they just like to have that controversy going. Yeah, I think yeah. it's for them. I think that they promote it on their on their show a lot. Yeah, they. I heard they picked a fight with the sober chicks who bite each other podcast. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh my God, you don't want to do that. No, oh my they God, bit, I mean, they bite. Oh They really yeah. do bite. Yeah, oh. it's right there in the name. Well, that went bad in a hurry, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they bit them right on their fuck nuts. Oh yeah. <laughs> Now, the thing is, we have no idea who Fucknut 1 and Fucknut 2 is. They've never told you. Yeah, I think that's kind of their thing. Is And they're not brothers, and the rumors are true. That's yeah. all we know. Yeah, They do uh, look a lot alike. They do. But Part of that might not. be the makeup. It could be. Yeah, they do wear makeup. Yeah. They wear kiss-like makeup when they uh, do their show. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Rumor is they're commando, too. Uh-huh. But we, nobody wants to confirm no. that. No, so <laughs> no one's okay. reaching down into there. No, no, no. no one's. You no want to one. stuff your garbage in that hole, go right yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to be, <laughs> we're not going to promote that or even suggest that. Yes. So, you know what? Well, while we were on the subject of Canada and the woodchuck, mm-hmm. uh, a 48 million 
lottery ticket was recently sold in Canada to someone who had never played the lottery before. Wow. Because she had just turned 18. <laughs> Juliet Lamour purchased the ticket at a Circle K store. They still have those up there? Wow, Circle K. I remember those. Wow. Yeah. wonder if they were a Canadian import. Well, I knew they were Canadian because they were U Totem before Circle K, remember? Oh, U Totem. totem right. Yeah, yeah. And, it was, and it stood for the natives up there way up north in yeah, Canada. But that became politically incorrect. Yeah, so it went to Circle K, and who knows what the fuck that means. Circle so they jerk. still have Circle K stores there. Um, okay, so anyhow, the Ontario. The Ontario Lottery and Gaming Corporation presented Lemur with the with her massive check on Friday, calling her the youngest Canadian to ever win such a big jackpot through mm. the lottery. Wow. Lemur said it was her grandfather who suggested she buy a lotto ticket. I just turned 18, and my grandfather suggested I buy a lottery ticket for fun. Mm. Lemur said at a media conference on Friday, according to OLG, and she also is going in. Uh, she is in college, so that will probably pay for that, I would think. I would think, yeah. If she even plans on staying in college. Yeah. You know, after you win that, why the fuck? I don't know. Yeah. Here's a couple lottery facts that that brought to mind. Uh, oh, yeah. One was uh, there was a woman who bought who uh, bought and won a certain uh, lottery, and she posted a picture of herself holding the winning ticket online. Mm-hmm. And by the time she got in to a lottery place to claim it, somebody had already claimed it using her picture. Oh, shit. Yes. Oh. So there's why you don't post your shit on social media right away. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's another case where a kid posted his... Uh, he was so happy to get his uh, iTunes gift card that he posted a picture of it online. And somebody uh-huh. used it before he had a chance to. the other lottery fact I had was that uh, you are more likely to die in a traffic accident on your way to buy the lottery ticket than you are to win the lottery Um, I I think I read that before and I was Mm. like wow Yep. because you think about the odds of being in a fatal traffic accident are actually pretty high relatively speaking because you know we see people we know people every day who die in traffic accidents. Yeah. But not as many people win the lottery every day. No, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, On a slightly different note, Ozzy Osbourne has canceled upcoming European tour dates, suggesting that he's done touring for good. In a lengthy statement, he explained that his spine surgery from four years ago makes the the necessary travel for touring too painful. Yeah, I imagine. Now, if you remember, he was having this re, uh, <clears throat> revision surgery or whatever, this mm-hmm. uh, corrective surgery. Yeah. Because what he said was the original surgeon fucked him up really bad. Yeah. So the surgery was a very hard surgery because they had to cut back into him. Okay, let me let me uh, outline this ahead okay. of time. Okay. He was in an ATV accident that almost took his life. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, back in like 2003, four, something like that, early 2000s. So we had to have like uh, these bars put in his spine and neck. Mm-hmm. He's lucky he wasn't paralyzed, and he's lucky he wasn't killed. Yeah. So yeah, he really fucked himself up. So, so I guess at that point, his spine really didn't have enough strength to support him anymore. They had to put in metal bars to help him. Yes. 
Okay. So fast forward 2020, no 2019. He falls down his stairs at his Beverly Hills yeah. home, oh, and he re-injured himself. Yeah. So he was Guy doing can't fine. Catch a break. Yeah, I know. So he was doing fine till the re-injury. Yeah. The re-injury led to a surgery of the said before surgeon that he said fucked him up. I read up on the surgery now. Now think about this. To redo the surgery, they had to cut him back open take out these bars and reinsert the needles that hold the bars in. Hmm. To different locations, maybe? Oh my gosh. And you know, his, his body has kind of grown around those bars, so yes. you can't just like pluck them out. They've got to be cut out. Yeah, so he had a surgery in 2019. Oh. Then he had a surgery in 2022 to correct it. But I think that he was looking at false results. I think he thought he was going to be up jumping around, but that was never the plan on the surgeon. They knew better. Or maybe the surgeon did think he could. I don't know. But I find that really odd, the type of surgery that he could really believe that he is just going to get better from this at 74 years old, 73 at the time or whatever, 72, whenever he was. That's something I've seen with family members is we hear the same information that they hear from the doctor, but they find the most favorable part and cling to it. Yeah. Um, It's heartbreaking because they think, oh, wow, doctor said I'm going to be great. It's like, no, it's not really what he really said. Yeah. So it sounds like he made plans based on false expectations. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't think that the surgeon actually explained it like that. I think he described it to himself as that. Man, so it's unfortunate, but he said... breaking in itself. Yeah, it is. It really mm. is, because I wanted to see him one last time, even though I probably saw him, I don't know, 60 times. Yeah. No, probably not 60 times, but I grant you at least 20. Yeah. At least 20. So, anyhow, in a, in a statement, he said, My one and only purpose during this time has been to get back on stage. My singing voice is fine. However, the three operations... Uh, Stem cell treatments, endless physical therapy sessions, and most recently, groundbreaking cybernetics treatments. And I'll have to look that up. I didn't. I didn't read through this when I got the story. Uh, hang on. Let's find out what cybernetics is. You want to? Yeah. Yeah. I know that there there are robot surgeries available. Um, cybernetics, though, implies that something a mix of organic and electronic is being used and or implanted. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Um, but I, I had a friend who had back troubles and he had uh, uh, a stimul- electrically stimulating unit implanted in his back and uh, he could just hold his, you know, the device up to it and it would transmit through the skin to, you know, tell it how to do the electrical impulses to make his back feel better, and he could recharge it just through his skin too. That's how. That's one of the reasons wireless charging was invented was to recharge medical device, implanted medical devices. Okay, I'm filling you know time what? here while you're looking stuff. Okay, <laughs> cybernics, not cybernetics. Cybernics. Yeah, the, uh, because I'm trying to look it up right now, and it, okay, I wrote the story last night about midnight, and I was pretty tired, so yeah. I think I want. Wanted it. Cybernix. C Y B E R N I C S. What is a cybernic? Okay. What is a cybernic treatment? Maybe you just According meant. To use 
CSF health. The CyberKnife allows patients to lie comfortably on the procedure table without anesthesia while the robotic arm moves without touching them to treat all areas of the tumor. Okay, I know it. A cyber knife. Yeah. Okay, so they had. I had it on my knee. A, a yeah. robot that actually does the cutting. They program it. Yeah. And, yeah. And uh, I think well, cyber knife is also called gamma knife, and it uses a focused uh, beam of radiation. Uh huh. Um. And they can focus it so precisely that it passes through your closed skin and tissue and only cuts at the very point where it's focused. Okay, then that's what it's talking so about So it, right it can cut something inside without having to cut its way to get to it. Yes. So, yeah, that's, that's like, uh, like in a remote invisible knife that can just appear inside your body and cut things and then disappear. That's, and it's, it's done with radiation, I think. Okay. Okay. All right. Later in his statement, the iconic Black Sabbath singer suggested that he may have to permanently adjust how he tours moving forward, and I have the answer to that. You saw the metaverse, how he played there? Uh-huh. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. There's no other way. Yep. Unless he does a residency in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then but let's would... face it, you're not going to see the Aussie you're accustomed to. No. He's, he's... not jumping up and down, clapping and screaming. Yeah. He's going to be pretty much stationary. You're definitely gonna have to scale back his 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 live performances, but yeah. So if he ever does, which I don't think he will, I'm sorry to say that. Never would I have imagined that my touring days would have ended this way. So he kind of admits it right there. Yeah. So, Rod Osborne, my team is currently coming up with ideas where I'll be able to perform without having to travel from city to city and country to country. Mm. That would be the metaverse yeah. and things like yeah. that virtual performance. Yeah, or it might be on uh, pay TV. Yeah, yeah. And there you see Ozzy. He's moving around really good. Oh, look, he's getting better. Nope, they use his face and probably a CGI body yeah. to do everything else. Mm-hmm. In 2019, Osborne was hospitalized due to complications from the flu. He later fell inside his home and re-injured his back, neck, and shoulders that same year. The accident caused metal rods in his body to dislodge and required neck surgery in 2020. Oh, I thought he had it in 2019. The mm-hmm. injury happened in 19. He had the surgery in 2020. Gotcha. And on top of this, he is di- diagnosed with Parkinson's disease in 2003. Yeah. Yeah. Which I find insane that, number one, they kept it a secret that long, and two, it cannot be affecting him right now. Mm. It's got to be affecting him right now. Yeah, for for the majority of people with Parkinson's, it it progresses. It's a progressive um, disease that just totally just takes you. And it can plateau for a while and be kind of stable at a certain point, but it generally just You're not going to get better from it. It's going to keep ravaging you, and then its end result is the end result, which we all know. So, no, unfortunately... Uh, my friend Davey, his mom went through Parkinson's and he nursed her through it, and it's horrible. That's, I witnessed it face yeah. first. It's horrible. That's that's something that uh, if there can be an acceptable form of stem cell therapy devised, oh. that's something that that could possibly uh, fix. Is you know, it could it could eliminate Parkinson's, but you know I. I don't know that we'll ever get to the point where there's an acceptable stem cell, you know, for everybody. 
um, I think it's going to have to jump to synthetic stem cells. It's, I agree. Yeah, because I agree. You know, making having somebody create a baby and then harvesting the baby for stem cells is just wrong on so many levels. <laughs> it's humans should never be harvested for anything. I agree. <laughs> just I think that's just dead wrong. <laughs> well, that opens up a whole black market for it and all yeah. different kinds of fucking spider holes we don't want to go into. Oh. You know? I'm glad you said black market. Okay. Yesterday, I was watching Nat Geo, National oh, Geographic we'll Channel. We'll go ahead and finish the Aussie conversation, and let's go into this, because oh, there's really just, nothing else. It's just, okay, go ahead. It's uh, just oh. five seconds. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, it's, uh, it's just Nat Geo did their little PSA of, National Geographic Channel is proud to, to support Black History Month. And then the very next commercial was some um, investigative reporter. The black market on petroleum is blah blah blah. <laughs> and I thought, what a perfect example of a of a TV station or a network pandering. Pandering, yeah. And then immediately using that same term as an inflammatory. Ooh, black is bad. Everyone gets scared. Black market. <laughs> same channel. That is back great. to back. Perfect example of this. Just lip service to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Nat Geo Channel. Yeah. <laughs> right, and also the Aussie conversation is capped off too. I don't know where else to go on that. Welcome back. So it's, I'm pretty sure that the, we're not going to go that much longer. So this will be the back end of a podcast. So welcome back. Yes. The uh, the parking patrol is hovering overhead. So yes. So in the middle there, you probably heard Satan telling you about how he likes to listen to us while he burns souls, <laughs> or or weird uh, weird fucking insults from an alien, or or, or maybe just know. random toilet flushing sounds. Yeah, that Who could knows? be or chickens. Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Whatever that idiot Mark fucking comes up with. Yeah, so whatever he feels like. So anyhow, do you know where the term the whole nine yards from? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. We're going into cool facts about the English language. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Do you know the term the whole nine yards? Actually, I, did, I do know where this one comes from. Okay. All right. Came from World War II fighter pilots in the South Pacific. When aiming their airplanes on the ground, the 50 caliber machine gun ammo belts measured exactly 27 feet before being loaded into the fuselage. If the the pilots fired all their ammo at a target, it got the whole nine Nine yards. yards. Yeah. Yeah. And I did know that at one time, and I'd forgotten it until I uh, uh, read this again. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. That is where it came from. 
I went for a long time thinking it was a football reference, and I wondered, why isn't it 10 yards? Because you have to get 10 yards. No, I did too, and I'm like, man, that doesn't make sense. And then uh, stitch in time saves nine. You know where that came from? No, uh uh-uh. Okay, they used to have those uh, Singer sewing machine factories where they, here in America, where they sew garments together, right? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. Um, If you miss one stitch, it was determined you you missed nine. So... Uh, it would lead on down the road. Like, let's say if you're off by a quarter inch uh-huh. and you go 10 foot down, you're off by a half inch. Oh, I see. Yeah. And they determined that if you miss a stitch, you have to go back and retrace nine stitches on the average. Oh, okay. Yeah. So a stitch in time saves nine. That's where it came from. So, yeah, okay. So missing up means about nine times extra work. Yes. To fix it. Yeah, it's kind of a weird way of explaining it, but I guess it's probably the way they talked back then. Yeah. Oh, you know, a stitch in time saves nine. Uh, Yes, yes, they do. I I have seen that expression used in a more uh, science fiction way as Uh a stitch in time, meaning time travel. So you go actually. I think there is a saying like that, actually. Yeah. It was used in some movie or show where somebody, you know, was time traveling and fixed something by time traveling and saved nine other people. So I think they just. It was a clever way to to rewrite that to fit a different narrative. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, I like that. The phrase. I I know you know this. I think everybody probably knows this Mm because it's pretty widely known. The phrase, the rule of thumb, is derived from an old English law which stated that you couldn't beat your wife with anything wider than your thumb. If you've seen the movie Boondock Saints, you probably know this. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons everybody knows it is because it's very widely known and it's been distributed on many different platforms. I mean, people know what that derived from and yeah, you know, is, you know. I, I don't know what to say about it. You know, they they, they used to do that. So, you know, they used to have bloodlettings too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, like I like to describe something. Okay, the caveman that invented fire mm-hmm. was killed by his peers because he was satanic. Yes. Or, or, uh, or evil or something. And then they stayed warm by the fire all night after they killed him. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, anyhow, um, I think everyone pretty much knew that, but there you go again. Cool. Go is the shortest complete sentence in the English language. Oh, yeah. I think I covered this on another Did You Know or something, because I think I remember us talking about this, but anyhow, here it is again. Oh, yeah, it is a complete sentence. Two letters. Yep. Wow. The six sick sheiks, six sheep. Sick. Sheep sick. I can't even say it is the toughest tongue twister in the English language. I'll bet. So let me go over this again. Hello. Hello. How you doing? (laughs) I guess I didn't want any part of it. (laughs) Interest until she read the name. Yeah. Like ah. People don't understand. You don't have to be a douchebag to appear on here. No. We can just be a regular person coming on a douchebag show. Yes, yes. We yeah. we handle all yeah. the douchebaggery. So. Yeah, so if if you're on this show, it doesn't automatically make you a douchebag. This is true. This you is think true. they're afraid of being an accomplice to a douchebag? Yeah, probably so. Like, you know, look, maybe I'm not a douchebag, but I don't want to be an accomplice to a douchebag, okay? I don't want to do that to people. They don't so. want to be douchebag adjacent. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so go is the shortest sentence, the complete sentence in the English language because you often see it in books. Yeah. It's like, go, and then there's a period, and then they go on to the next sentence. Yeah. Go. Then Tommy ran really hard, and he skinned his knee. <laughs> Little Tommy's not feeling well. <laughs> Little Tommy needs to be more careful. Yeah. My book would say, fuck little Tommy. He's yeah. a stupid ass and he got hurt. <laughs> go. That was the director yelling go to his actors who promptly started fucking because they were making a porno. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and they recognized their home on Airbnb. Yes. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, six, sixth, sixth sheep. Yeah, what? Fuck it. Yeah. It doesn't need it. You want to try it? There's a lot of S's and X's yeah. and THs. I can't do S's worth a fuck anyhow. So anyway. All right. The sixth sick sheep. Sick. Sixth sheep. <laughs> si- oh, yeah. You can't fucking hardly say it one time, let alone. <laughs> so you're talking about a sheik who is sick, and he's the sixth one, and his... Sheep is sick, and it's the sixth it's one. It's the sixth one. So it's kind of like saying, seventh son of a seventh son or something yeah. like that. In that realm. So you've got the word sixth twice, S-I-X-T-H, which is tough to sell. So yeah. You have the word sick twice. And then you have sheiks and sheeps. And that's all, that's all it is. My theory is that's straight from the pits of hell Satan came up with that. Probably so. Yeah. I, would, I would say yeah, so. He's like, I yeah. want to torture man. So, either that I'm or gonna come up with this tongue twister. Somebody from the teabag party. I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> no word in the English language rhymes with month, orange, silver, or purple. It's interesting that three of those are colors. It is. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and um, I, I think that those are wrong. I really do. I've always yeah. read those, but I think they're wrong. I think there is words that people don't really think about that often, mm-hmm. or some word that's like a technical word or something that actually rhymes with it, and it is an actual word, but like maybe you have to be an engineer of some sort oh, to know yeah. the word. I always yeah. think that those are wrong because it just seems too broad. Yeah, and you think after all this time, somebody would just go ahead and invent a word Yeah, just to make it rhyme. All right. Um, I think you might have covered this one. This like little odds and ends. I'm trying to clear up because I said I had all this all this <laughs> stuff, and I'm trying to clear some of the stuff up that we've never gotten before. If yeah. you're if you're still not hungry enough for us to leave. Yeah. All right. Are you getting there though? Getting there. Yeah, wow. me too. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, a Category Three hurricane releases more energy in ten minutes than all the world's nuclear weapons combined. Ooh. Wow. That's just a category three. Mm. There, did, did you know that there was one person who survived both the Hiroshima and Nagasaki bombs? I think I did know that. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He was glowing, but he was okay. <laughs> he was in Hiroshima when the bomb fell there, and he got injured in his arm. And then he traveled to Nagasaki. And three days later, they dropped the bomb there too. And he's, <laughs> but he survived that one. He got a special proclamation from the government as being the only person to survive both bombs. Well, the thing is, if they would have fucking listened to it ahead of time, number one, they gave them a bunch of pamphlets. They threw pamphlets down saying, listen, we have this thing that's going to annihilate you. Give up now and we won't do it. We don't want to do it. Yeah. 
Just go ahead. And I think you guys know we're serious. We have it. And the government knew it, but yeah. wouldn't tell the people. No. The, the Japanese government knew it was true, but wouldn't tell the people. Pulled yeah, the people they knew we had the technology. Mm-hmm. And it actually came from World War II, from the Nazis. A lot of that technology came from them. Yeah, they, they started They were working it. on it, and thank God they did not come up with it because... Yes, one of their big flaws was that they got rid of all the Jewish scientists. And yes, a lot I of know. Them had inf- important information. And that's something that people, <laughs> people do not talk about. Yep. Is yeah, they oh, the Jews are bad. They got rid of them, and those were some of their top scientists. Yep. Yeah, so yep. Russians Hello. got half, and we got half. How you doing? You want Good. you want to say anything? What are you talking about? We're uh, right now. We're talking about World War II, but we talk about a little bit of everything. All so, right. Yeah. Go ahead. Free forum. All right. Well, uh, I don't have anything to say about World War II. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Whatever you want. We're we very were interruptible. We're usually <laughs> talking about I was, shit. I was looking at your. Audio stuff. What program is that? It's uh, Audio Tonics. Is that like uh, Audacity? It is yeah. Audacity. It's is the upgrade a, for Audacity. Yeah, for 10, Windows 10 and above. Do you have to buy it or is it free? No, no it's, free. it's free. It's called Audio Tonics. Audio yeah. Tonics, and it's a great platform. I mean, you can come up with professional sounding really? material. Yeah, I, I got all different kinds of bits, really highly produced. And oh, you, cool. can li- you can li- listen to our latest episode on. Uh, you can go to two douchebags and microphone.net or <laughs> any major platform. Oh, cool. And listen to it, and you can hear the quality of it. And you're recording straight to it. Yeah. Of yeah, we record, we record it on here, and it works in bits. You have this long audio file that you can read on there, right? right. And um, anyhow, uh, so you can splice it in the middle, you can separate it, you can put in bits. You can, uh, um, there's different ways of compressing it to get, I can get rid of background noise. Right. Uh, not all of it, but enough yeah. of it to where we're more legible. And um, there's ways to compress it and make the whole file sound better. There's, there's so many okay. things you can do with it. All right, I'll check it out. Thank you yeah. guys very much. All right, have a good one. I think we probably inspired a few podcasts. I think so. This. Yeah. And I still, I still got to check out, I have not yet, because I refound it, Generation Y was the one podcaster that sat down here and had all the interesting information. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know what? I went to that website he talked about for the voice talent. It was nothing. It wasn't oh, what a, he said. I think that's a different guy. He said voice.com for his... Voices.com or something like that. I went to voice.com, and all they do is sell NFTs. Oh, Those little that. digital... Okay, I think it's voices. It's voices.com, but here's the deal. Those guys are so professional, you're not going to touch. You go to voices.com, you'll see. Yeah. You're not going to touch one for under 500 bucks (laughs) for five minutes or something. Yeah. I'd rather hire local talent. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, (laughs) the filthy bean doesn't pay that well. Yeah. Which, Rick, we love you, and you're paying enough, and we appreciate everything that you're doing for us. The free coffees and getting to go there and all that is fantastic and great. But the idea is, is we would lose money and not be here if we had to pay $500 a pop for uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. anyhow. But the Filthy Bean is worth it. I mean, Google image search Filthy Bean. You'll see it's worth every penny. Oh, yeah. That place is phenomenal. And Rick, you'll see Rick. He's always wearing a cap, the Filthy Bean cap. Yeah. And he dresses in loose clothing. And I, I, I think it's because he's moving around so much. Yeah. So you'll notice him. He's walking around. Yeah, you'll be able to tell who Rick is. Yeah, and if he doesn't like you, he's going to make a frappe and make noise so he can't <laughs> hear you. That's his old trick there. If someone's yeah. like a stupid ass, he'll go make a frappe and drown him out. So, 
Hey, uh, Rick, we love you. Yeah. We'll see you probably next podcast, I imagine, I something know. like that. Probably so. Yeah. So. And let's see. Oh, and let's see. Uh, we've got the uh, NFL draft coming to Kansas City. Yes. Uh, was that April? Yes. Yeah, so we're going to be down there on, uh, you know, they have Radio Row. They, they all have Podcast yeah. Row. Yes. Uh, we're trying to. We're trying That's to. That's why I emailed you that. I didn't yeah. have to. I wanted you to see that mm-hmm. we have our own section. Yeah. That they're going to stay away from because <laughs> yeah. it's podcasting. Yeah. But um, there is a you know I the right now their radio stations are down at, in Arizona at the Super Bowl and they call it Radio Row where they yeah. all set up. There is also a podcast row. We're going to try to see if we can get there. We're, yeah. we're still working on it, but. Uh, well, we're in. We're at least in. So yeah, I mean yeah. we're definitely in on the draft, but we don't don't know if we're going to get to the Super Bowl. Well, I sent you that letter that I sent him. Uh huh. We are a recognized podcast, and we are on Google, and we are in the top six hundred. So we ought to be able to yeah be able to join them. Yeah, we we established our legitimacy by the sheer number of episodes we've put out. Yeah, I would like to see the number of um, whose podcasts and their numbers that they get just in Kansas City. I'd like to see yeah. what place we are. Yeah. I would say that we're probably in the top ten already. I would hope so, but we're also going to run into it, it, We say things detrimental about the NFL, so they're going to know oh, that. They're you going know to try what? to they're keep us They're probably going to deny us. But yeah. anyhow, that's all right. You know what? We are on the – I showed you our tickets. Yeah, we're going to be there We're the going to be able to yell at some people. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, man, I hope, the, I hope the commissioner walks by. Oh, we're going to have fun if he does. Oh, we're going to have fun if he does. Yeah. So. Tell him about all the ass paddlings we got stored up for him. Yeah. Hey, let's do this on air. What are you thinking about eating? We're getting ready to get off here, so. Oh, let's see. There's Pigwitch right over there. Pigwitch sounds good. That does sound good. They got some good good barbecue, but good chicken. We were going to go to Chicken Please, but they're closed for renovation. Yeah, fuckers. (laughs) So, yeah, I think we're going to go grab some barbecue and make up some more crazy stuff to talk to you about next time. Yeah, yeah, yep. I cleaned out most of my shit. Yeah, I think my I'm shit pretty well being, caught up uh, too. Stories that I needed to get to or stories that I just found here recently and stuff like that. So I, I think I can throw away a lot of my ancillary notes that have been sitting around forever Yeah. and finally got to use them up because some of them I found really interesting. It's just they keep getting sidetracked by current events. Yeah, yeah. These ones, the ones, a lot of the ones today are not work current events. They're just stuff that, like, that just, it didn't matter when you spoke of them. Yeah. Because it wasn't, yeah. So, anyhow, I think we're going to go find said place to eat and get the fuck out of here. I like it. All right, fuckers. We'll talk to you next time. Enjoy yourselves. Yeah. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Go Filthy Bean. Yeah, Filthy Bean. go. We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. <laughs>